0: Welcome to Keeping It in the Classroom, episode two A Healthy Separation. Thank you for tuning in and Happy New Year. If you're new to my podcast, Keeping It in the Classroom is basically a glimpse into the life, struggle, faith, and adventure of a millennial teacher. It's Saturday, and after a nice, long two week vacation, On Monday, we go back to school, and I'm having some mixed emotions, and I'm wrestling with myself right now about how I feel. But really, I am excited to see my kids and just buckle down and meet the goals that we've had from the beginning of the year. So more than just achieving the goals for recognition or whatever kind of praise... I am excited to meet these goals for the simple fact that these kids who are undeserved and overlooked endlessly, they really deserve it. So I believe they deserve a fair, fulfilling, and useful education that's not only going to impact them, but it's going to impact those people around them. So more than meeting goals, although goals are important. I'm high key excited just for the grit of teaching the day in and the day out in the trenches with my babies. So the dance parties, the random hugs, playing tag at recess, jumping off of swings, pictures and parties and no shoes in the classroom and funny socks and really just being a point of consistency in their lives. Today I do want to talk about change and healthy separation. So not only is teaching in general unpredictable in many ways, but I feel like my school, more than any other school that I've worked at, or honestly any other school on the face of the planet, changes more frequently than most. So we did have two days over the break of um, professional development, and in those two days, many things changed. Um, The one change that impacted me the most is that I'll be transitioning from a first grade teacher to a first and second grade CSI teacher. So if you don't know what CSI means, um, it's just critical student interventionist. So my entire room has been collapsed and divided into the other two, two home rooms for first grade. So my, my room will be free for me to do intervention throughout the entire day. Now, most of you are probably like, what's wrong with that? And I definitely know several teacher friends who probably think I'm crazy. Because as an interventionist, you do have that flexibility and just functionality to move and be as you please but I really do feel gifted and valued and the most useful when I'm in the classroom with my kids and doing life with them. I feel like I thrive with them there when I'm fully able to serve. And even with the most difficult and challenging students, I still feel like I would rather be in the classroom 100%. So how does this tie into my topic of healthy change? Well, here's your encouragement. And the lesson that the Lord is currently teaching me is that separation and change is seasonal, but it always has a purpose. So, again, separation and change is seasonal, and it always, always, always has a purpose. So, I attended church tonight with a friend, and the topic was on a healthy separation. Um, So, there are times... When God calls us to separate ourselves from specific things, but more than that, according to scripture, we are called to be holy as he is holy, set apart, different, separate. Um, there are seasons though, where all throughout scripture and even in our own lives, we need to separate and alienate ourselves from specific things, whether it's social media or a relationship or food or Or things that are just keeping us stagnant and far from God. And so this is my season and this is what, you know, the Lord has been teaching me. And just honestly moving to a new state and seeking out community in the midst of teaching and all the things that life throws at us. It's distracted me and it's numbed me to see that I need to be separating myself from things that are keeping me stagnant in my relationship and not in just one area but in all areas i need the lord's grace to do that so just really quickly i wanted to break down the word separation and just give you some examples of when separation has occurred throughout scripture there are many but i'll just give you a feel so my dictionary definition of separation is an act or instance of separating or the state of being separated Another definition said a line of parting or to part with. So in scripture, we do see several instances of short and long term separation. And again, in scripture, the meaning is to be set apart, different, separate. So some of the examples I have just thinking about in the very beginning how God separated light and darkness day from night, water from sky, when he was creating the world. Um, Seeing several examples of men and women who separated themselves to be alone with God and to seek him and for nearness to him. Um, Thinking of how God himself separates people for purpose. Um, And then again, be holy as I am holy. Um, He is separate, so we are called to follow and to be separate and set apart. So in service tonight, um, the pastor read this verse in Matthew 17, and it really stuck out to me and kind of tied the loose ends of being set apart. So I'm going to go ahead and read that for you guys. This is Matthew um, 16 through about 21, and I'm going to just read the whole thing. So, and I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. And Jesus answered, "O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus, and Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the boy was healed instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? He said to them, because of your little faith. For truly, I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So again, that was Matthew 16 through 21. So the verse that stuck out to me was verse 17. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. So in the version that the pastor read tonight, the two words of faithless and twisted read unbelief, unbelieving and perverted. And then again, in another version, it says faithless and corrupt. So the problem is unbelief and perversion. And the solution, if we were to continue to read, is that the solution is separation And so again, separation can come in many ways, but the two ways that I want to talk about is through prayer and fasting. So the problem was unbelief and being disconnected from God, not holding him to his word and who he says he is and perversion, which is being connected to the world and corrupt by sin. The solution is prayer, which brings us closer to God, and fasting, which pushes us further away from the world and causes us to be secluded and separate so that we can spend that time with God. Now, the pastor gave a really good example, but one that stuck out to me was the example of his daughter trying to do the monkey bars, but just struggling with moving forward. So his example was, Her trying to move forward but still holding on to one of the monkey bars that was behind her and how her momentum was stifled because of it. And in the same way, not having momentum and being stuck between those monkey bars, it's the same for us spiritually, physically, mentally, and really in every area of life. So moving forward does require action and the act of letting go. So I just had to share that because I was really excited and encouraged that only in the first few days of the new year, the Lord has just been really gracious in showing me again and again, clearly how I ought to move and think and operate throughout this year. So although my heart is a little broken about not being able to share and experience those moments with my kids that I've learned and just built. Um, rapport with. Good things do come in times of healthy separation when you're moving forward with vision and the vision has to be Christ. So I feel like the Lord allowed me to move and to be apart from everything that I cling to and comfort, really to be drawn out and to be separated from those things so that I could seek him and just grow in deeper and greater love for him and understanding him and how he feels about me so be encouraged make a conscious effort to detach with the intentions to seek out the lord so detachment without a clear vision of how you ought to move forward is really equivalent to like a whack diet like how are you going to eat whatever you want to eat and work out and expect results right No progression or results come from that. And really, you never leave the spot that you started in. You never leave the hamster wheel. You're always there. So we really have to make conscious efforts to get rid of the junk that's in our lives and make room for God to work in the ways that he wants to work. So that was my little spiel. And I hope it encourages you just to make room for the Lord to work and You know, take spiritual inventory of the things that you're connected to that you shouldn't be and how to disconnect to be closer to the Lord. So if this resonated with you, please show me some love. You can leave me a voice message or some claps to show your love. Or if you even have a podcast topic in the future that you would like me to do. Please leave me a quick voice message. I will definitely shout you out the next podcast episode and I will make sure to get that podcast done. I do have some exciting news. My podcast is now available on multiple forums. So I'm not just available on Anchor. So if you don't want to download the app, no worries. You can listen to Keeping It in the Classroom on Radio Public, on Breaker, on Spotify on Apple, and even on Google. So again, thanks so much for listening to Keep It In The Classroom. Until next time.